and welcome to The Solve Network. My name is Shane Borza, and I'll be your host. Along with my co-founder, Benjamin Goss, we'd like to welcome you. Our mission is to provide solutions and create a network of experts for you to learn from. Now, this show is a little different than most podcasts, as it is actually a live call held twice a month. If you can, please join us on the first and third Thursday of each month so you can get your questions answered live and direct from the experts themselves. If you're an expert, please contact me at shaneborza.com so you can be a part of the network. And now, here's our show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another guest expert call here on the Solve Network. My name is Shane Borza. I'm a coach, and I will be your host. These calls are held on the first and third Thursday of every month. We like to bring together different experts from different industries so that you can learn from them get a chance to see a presentation on who they are, what they do, but also have the opportunity to talk to them one-on-one and get your questions answered. Hi, I'm Shane Borza, a climber, creator, and coach. And I want you to build the skill of health and fitness. My new course is a priceless gift to you, and it's available exclusively on PonoQuest.com. That's P-O-N-O-Quest.com. Build the skill is a minimalistic, functional, real-world fitness program, which can help you to move better and get stronger faster. I can't wait for you to check it out. And when you do, please let me know how it helps you. That's build the skill at PonoQuest.com. Today, we have a special guest who is staying up late and calling in from Europe. We're very excited to have her, Charlotte Chalky. And she is a success coach coach, excuse me, a hypnotherapist and an entrepreneur. And today we're going to be talking about beliefs and how to figure your beliefs out. So I'm very excited to introduce Charlotte and have her start her presentation. Thank you so much for being here today. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here as well. (laughs) And I love talking about beliefs. So hopefully we'll get some good interaction and some good questions as well okay so I'll just dig straight in then yeah perfect all right so we're going to talk I'm going to go over today about beliefs and I know that a, a lot of people nowadays know a lot about beliefs and where they come from and core beliefs and how important they are and stuff and also that they are very unconscious Uh, that we keep repeating the same patterns over and over and over. For the life of us, we can't work out why we keep doing those things that we keep doing. So, And that might be related to um, habit, drinking, drugs, uh, eating. It might also be related to emotions as well. So why do I keep being angry? Why do I keep hitting my wife? Why do I keep hitting my husband even? So, um, and what I'm going to do today is not only go into that um, and and where beliefs come from, but also show you a really, really useful tool on how to track back to those core beliefs that are unconscious and then give you a tool with how you can then go in and eliminate those 
patterns and reframe them and change them to make them to be what you want them to be and to be more positive and how that can happen permanently and naturally as well. So super exciting. I am going to share my screen. Please, if you like do have any questions as we're going through, just feel free to unmute yourself and hop in like I'm not a, everybody must be quiet until the end. <laughs> so just <laughs> go for it. So the strategy that I'm going to teach you today is actually called gold counseling. And it was developed by the people that trained me, which was 17 years ago now. Wow. God. <laughs> it's called gold counseling and it's George's Phillips and Lindy Phillips who that actually developed it. It's not a very um, well-known tool and yet it's super effective and super powerful. So you guys are really lucky to have access to this. Uh, I use it all the time for working on myself and working with my clients. I teach my clients how to use it and I also train people to become hypnotherapists and this is one of the most useful tools that people find. So what is gold counselling? I'm going to keep it like this just because I find it easier. So it is a system and a technique created to help discover those hidden, those unconscious core beliefs. It helps unravel complex belief systems. And as we go through, you'll be able to see what these belief systems can look like and how they're structured, which also from a cognitive and a psychological point of view is super helpful when you want to understand what's happening. When you have that understanding, it then helps to breed change. Um, and it helps identify between those primary and secondary beliefs. So, again, as you drinking is your issue, your primary belief is that you are not good enough and your secondary belief is that you have no motivation and you can't be bothered to get up in the morning. Okay, so the symptoms go further down so as you go from primary they're the more unconscious ones secondary is more conscious tertiary and so on and so on and so on okay and what this is going to do is to help pinpoint where the core comes from we know that we can spend a lot of time trying to figure this out trying different ways trying different methods but what if you could just get straight to the point how much more powerful would that be for you? And that is why we want to identify those belief systems because it's going to help you in your everyday life to understand what is driving your decisions, your thoughts, your actions. Okay. So <coughs> we're going to go into... Um, it's going to help you to know where to start with a belief. So like with drinking, like with smoking, whatever it is, like with anger, we want to know where do we start with this? All the time we tend to work with just the symptoms. We don't want to do that. We want to get to the cause. Okay, so it's going to help you identify the cause easily and quickly. And once you've identified what that is, then you need the technique to unblock that, to release that. 
and to put in what you do want. And you can also use it to strengthen positive beliefs. So if you wanted to work on your confidence, you could look at the aspect of why am I not confident? And you can also look at, okay, why am I confident? And then strengthen that. So it can not only eliminate beliefs, it can also bring in the creation of new beliefs. And we'll get into how that actually works in the brain a little bit further down the line. So belief systems, what are belief systems? They are the driving thoughts for our thoughts, decisions and actions. How we feel about ourselves, about other people, how we feel other people see us and how we see the world. So examples of those belief systems are um, uh, personal ones, the ones that we have created ourselves, the ones that we inherit from our family, the ones that we learn from perhaps our religion or our school, um, from our peers, and also, for example, from cultural beliefs. Okay, so personal beliefs are things such as how you feel about yourself. I am a good person. I'm not a good person. I'm a hard worker. I'm lazy. I'm never going to be successful. I'm not good at talking to people. So just have a think about you and what your personal beliefs might be. Does anybody want to volunteer any? Anybody got a good example? Question about that is, <laughs> is saying that you're, is it just as simple as saying like, oh, I'm good at this or I'm not good at that? Is that considered a belief? Well, so if you were to say I, I'm a good person, then and perhaps that you want that to be your belief, right? <laughs> but actually there's something else unconscious behind all that saying, uh-uh, no, you're not. So, and that's where, yes, it gets a bit complicated. It's having that awareness and it being able to explore that. So, yeah, if you're saying, yeah, I'm a good person. And then really like, okay, let's have a look deeper into that. I am a good person because, and maybe you can think of some things. However, if you haven't got an emotional connection to those reasons, then it's likely it's flimsy. You know, so with beliefs, actually, this is a really good question. With beliefs, there there's more than just the idea. So we have the psychology of a belief. So which might be the vision of I'm a good person. And then we also have the emotional element to that belief, which is maybe you feel calm or there's a strength within you that you know that you're a good person and then there's also the physiological element to that so what what is actually happening in your body so maybe um, it it will um, produce a certain heart rate a certain heartbeat it will produce a certain heat or a, a certain coolness um, trembling sweating whatever it might be trauma for example, is probably the easiest way to explain it. It very clearly has those elements. 
So the trauma, the psychology of the trauma is, oh my God, I'm having a panic attack. The emotional element of that is fear. And the physiological elements of that are um, not being able to breathe, a shortness of breath, a sweating, a feeling faint. And all of those three elements need to, need to be connected together at the same time and released with the conscious awareness of the cause, not just the symptom. So, oh, my God, I'm having a panic attack. Okay, let's go into that panic attack. Let's go back to where that was first created and releasing those sensations in the body, allowing them to be there. Um, and then from there, it's actually released. It, because within those traumatic circumstances, what happens is we have that experience. So perhaps your panic attack comes from you being a little kid and some adult trying to grab you and snatch you away, like totally random experience. It doesn't even have to be that extreme. It can be even more simple than that, but let's just take that as an example. And in that moment, your body went <gasps> and held on to something, the fear, the anxiety, whatever it was in that moment, and it's got trapped in there. And over time, that builds up as panic, as anxiety, and it comes out. And it might not come out for 10 years. And then all of a sudden, you start having panic attacks. You have no idea where they've come from. And actually, you can link it back to that moment and allow the body to finish processing what it was going through in that moment to then, and that releases the trauma. It's the same process with animals, actually. That's the exact, when they go into the sympathetic nervous system and they go into fight, flight or freeze, they would go through the whole process of that and afterwards their whole body will shake, will tremble, will release so that they can come back into parasympathetic, which is the relaxed state. Um, and there has to be that physical, physiological element to it which is what gets missed out so often. So, um, and this is also a really another key element of what I'm going to show you how to do. So I'm going to show you how to cognitively work out where your core beliefs have come from and then give you a method to release the whole of it, the, physio the psychological, the emotional and the physiological. Does that make sense? <laughs> Good. Okay. So other beliefs um, are family beliefs, things that we learn from our parents, our siblings, such as blood is thicker than water. Um, you always put your family first. Um, we don't believe in school or we do believe in school and you have to go to university and you need to get a job. All of those other beliefs, again, so unconscious. They're just working away in the background. They're influencing your thoughts, your decisions, your actions, and you have no idea what's going on. So um, 
Um, we also, religious beliefs are very strong as well. Um, and they may not be religious as in, you know, what we think of religion, but your own religion, spirituality, what you believe about life, I guess, if you like, philosophy. Um, but these are just examples of what um, some of those beliefs may present themselves as. Okay. Yeah, all making sense so far? Yeah, good. And then we have our cultural beliefs. <laughs> and again, super underestimated. Super, like, powerful. Again, just working away in the background. Don't even know that they're there. You know, the whole thing of all oh, the British, they always have a stiff upper lip, you know. No complaining. You just get on with it. Push through. Don't be emotional. <laughs> and tea can fix anything. Uh, exactly. <laughs> a cup of tea fixes everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a huge tea drinker, but, and so I have to tell a lot of my English, British friends, you know, I, 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 I understand that that's how you think it will fix everything. And I appreciate that, but especially on this side of the pond, it's not, it's not quite the um, fix all that I would like it to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, don't worry. Oh, your, yeah, yeah. Your husband's just left you. Don't go have a cup of tea. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how do we identify these core beliefs, these primary beliefs? How do we get to the real cause of these negative beliefs that we have or these negative habits that we have? So we can use the gold process for that. And it's quite simple. You create a heading, you make a list, you link the list, you map the list, and from mapping the list, you'll be able to then identify the primary beliefs or the core beliefs and, and see the pattern of what happens in your mind and how it happens. So examples of headings. Can I ask so, a question, Charlotte? Yeah, sure. Um, can you go back a thing? Are you going to explain a little bit more about primary, secondary? Okay, because I'm a little confused uh, on that. But if you're going to go into more detail later, I'll hold my question till then if I need it. Yeah. Okay. okay. I think um, once we have a diagram, then I think you'll probably it'll probably make more sense. Yeah. Sure. All right. So, and you might want to do this now. Have a have a go at this now, if you don't mind. Um, example heading something um, to work on a belief. Something negative. Maybe you've got something negative already, or perhaps to do uh, an I. If you don't know. If you don't know what your negative beliefs are, if you don't have an idea already, I am is a great heading to start with. Um, um, a lot of people have money blocks. They like to have money, uh, work on their money. Success is another one. Um, being good enough or fear of failure, those are popular ones. So if you guys could think of one that you would like to work on or if you're struggling to find where to start I am is a good place to start and then what we're going to do is with that heading that you choose have you both got a heading yeah cool 
with that heading, we're going to make a list, okay, of everything that comes to mind to do with that heading. So, and actually things might come to your mind that you feel aren't related. Just write them down anyway. Um, our minds work in mysterious ways, so don't. it's always good not to discount anything. But we want positive things. We want negative things. We want indifferent things. You can use just words. You can use feelings. If you can get some feelings in there as well, that's great. Any physiological sensations, that's also really useful to put in there. You can put sentences in there as well. It doesn't have to be one word. But just have, take a few minutes to just write down as much as you can. And if it's longer than this, perfect. <laughs> Charlotte, can I interject? Sure. Normally I'm in the background, but I'm, I'm at a spot where I don't have a lot of background noise right now. So one of, the, one of the things I wanted to ask or maybe have you unpack a little bit as you're getting into this part, you were talking about the different uh, influences on, uh, I guess, uh, belief systems, if I'm understanding that properly. Yes. Um, can, <clears throat> I've heard some people talk about belief systems as kind of like uh, the operating system for a computer. Mm -hmm. um, can, can you talk, uh, like, is it, uh, is it necessary to understand your operating system? Do you have to deconstruct that in order to be able to make progress with the, the headings that you're talking about? And is there another another word that you would use to describe heading like like it seems like uh you say heading but i'm reading it as identity statements so i don't know if i'm interpreting that right yeah it, it, i have put it that way but it doesn't have to be it could be something else um um oh god typical now i can't think of something um but, yeah, it could be something just emotional, like anger or anxiety. Um, so you're, you're talking about an emotional state of being versus an identity statement, which is I am a mother, I'm a father, I'm a... So you're, you're saying that, uh, that the, uh, the expressive statement about where you are, whether that's physiologically, emotionally, intellectually... Um, that's separate and distinct from the operating system, but they both seem to be anchor points. So I guess I don't know if I'm linking this right. Yeah, no, I yeah, totally understand your question. So they're all the operating system. Yeah, that's a great way to describe it. Your belief systems drive your thoughts, your decisions, your actions. Um, and we want that actually to be unconscious because it is unconscious. It allows us to experience what we are experiencing in the moment. Um, the operating system includes not only what's going on in the brain, but also what's going on in the body. So they go hand in hand together. They don't always work well together. <laughs> <laughs> but they do if something happens in the brain something happens in the body if something happens in the body something happens in the brain does that well, make sense that, uh, yeah that makes a lot of sense i think i'm following what you're saying so i guess my question is if you have uh 
unconscious operating system or unconscious uh, belief systems or unconscious things that are driving your behavior. Um, am I understanding that the things that you're feeling, like where you're at um, in terms of your um, statements of being, whether that's emotionally or intellectually, uh, verbally, whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm following my own train of thought here. Um, <laughs> it's, is it possible to have the, those belief systems be unconscious or not really well understood to you and you be able to, to make change or, or maybe I'm skipping ahead in your presentation. No, no, no. That's a, that's a good question. Um, it's a good question. Some people will say yes. <laughs> However, I think that um, for me personally, the more permanent and natural change that I see with my clients is when there is some conscious connection. So you can, you could go deep into belief systems and, and, and you can, like a lot of hypnotists will work on a very deep level um, where you'll come out of it and you maybe really don't really know what's gone on because the unconscious mind can work a lot with metaphors. Metaphors are great for the unconscious mind. So you may not fully understand um, and you will suddenly see some changes going on. However, I think the more powerful changes come when there is some conscious awareness and some conscious understanding of what's gone on. The same as in a traumatic event, you don't really understand what's happened quite often at the time. That's why things get stuck. And so they keep repeating and replaying themselves because it's a process that the mind and the body is saying, like, hey, something's gone wrong here. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, that absolutely makes sense. I'm sorry. I, I muted myself. I apologize. I'm, I'm nodding in affirmation. You can't see me or hear me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. Great questions. I, please, like, do make me unpick it more if I'm, if I'm not unpicking it enough. Because for me, I've explained it so many times that I don't know what's clear and what isn't anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. And so, like, for example, in this list, for example, anger. There's some physiological stuff in there, like heat, tension, rush of energy, and then there's some little things like dad always shouting uh, or maybe it'll just say shouting. Uh, maybe you can't pinpoint it to one person, but just anything that is associated with anger um, and just you want to write down as much as you can. And you'll see as I show you more examples of different lists further down the line that they can be really long. They can be really long. Really you want a minimum. This would be the minimum to be able to, to, to then link the list well. Cool. So. Yeah, that's you, very helpful. That makes sense. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. Um, and have you been furiously writing away and making your lists? Good. <laughs> so now we move on to the linking.
So, again, at the moment, this may not seem very clear, and that's okay. It will become clearer. So, linking the list, what we're going to do is we're going to start from the top. So, anger was the heading, and heat is the first thing. So, we're going to go through the rest of the list and say, okay, heat, go through the rest of the list. I, I don't know why shaking is standing out the most. So I'm going to put the F up next to the A. And then I'm going to go to the next one. Okay, anger, rush of energy. Hmm, let me go through the list. Hmm, I feel like it connects with this one. Okay, and it can only connect with one. So there's only ever one letter on the right-hand side. And just go through each one on the list yeah and you don't need to think about it you don't need to analyze it the faster you do it the better so do you guys want to do that now can you remind me what the like fig stands for how we're on the right here mm -hmm. yeah so Heat is on the first one on the list. I go through the rest of the list and I think, hmm, I think it links to shaking. So F is shaking, so I'm going to put F up there. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Then I'll go to the next one, rush of energy. I start from the top again and work my way down and, hmm, okay, I want to cry. I feel like it, that rush of energy, I want to cry. So I'm going to put I because I is, I want to cry. Yeah. Cool. Let me know when you're done. As I was making the list, I had kind of already drawn some arrows between some like ones. So, yep. Excellent. Excellent. So already naturally there. All right. So. Mapping the list. Now, this is the fun part. <laughs> so this is where we start making little diagrams. A, which is the first one on the list, links with F. So we're going to write A down and we're going to do an arrow to F. So you start with the same on your list. You start with A and see where it links to the letter. And you go A goes to F. And then because F is the last letter that we've got written down, we're going to go to F and we see that it links to B. So we put a little arrow from F to B. And then we go to B and we see that it links to I. And we do another little arrow that goes to I. When we get to I, we see that I links back to B. And hence why there's an arrow going in two directions. And that is a core belief system. When you have that cycle of one letter leads to another and that letter leads back to that same letter, you have a core belief or a primary belief. 
Okay, so now we've got that first little link in there. We've got A, F, B, and I. So what other letters link to either A, F, B, or I? So we're going to go down the right-hand side of the link uh, list and look for any A's. Ah, okay, H goes to A. So we're going to write H and we're going to do a little arrow which goes to A. So it goes from left to right all the time. And that then, well, B is the secondary belief. Uh, sorry, F is the secondary belief because it's connected directly to B. A um, is a tertiary belief because it connects to F. And then H is the fourth in the cycle that connects to A. So H really doesn't have too much oomph to it. Um, but B and I are the real ones that we want to focus on. And F is probably likely to have a little bit of influence as well. So, and we want to keep going through. So we've done A and we've got a H goes to A. F, okay, Any, anything goes to F. Oh, yeah, J goes to F. And we keep going through until we've crossed all of these off on the right-hand side. And I definitely recommend as soon as you write it down, cross it off because otherwise it can get very confusing. So I'll just quickly show you another example of a... Um, list so again you've got a goes to h and h goes straight back to a so that's a really simple core belief system there's only two letters involved in that which is scared and jump so no other letters linked to that so in that case we need to start a new belief system so B goes to C, and you just start with the next letter down. So B goes to C. C goes to B. So again, straight back. It's quite, it's quite unusual for that to happen, to be honest. And then we're going to see what other letters link to B and C. So we can see we've got a C here. So F links to C. Um, We've got an E links to B, and we've got a D that links to E. Yeah, so we're recording them from left to right. So D goes to E, E goes to B, D goes to E, E goes to B. Does that make sense? This is a little bit more complicated. If we have a look at a longer one, money. The famous money. <laughs> Not surprisingly, this is a big one. So you can see here that the actual core belief is T, J, and P. So T goes to J, J goes to P, and P goes back to T again. And then we've got all the other letters linking on to the T, 
So there's a lot of weight in the T. So money and thoughtless, there's a strong connection there. So we're going to track back on that thoughtless. And usually what happens is we track back on that thoughtless, um, that person will start saying other words usually that are attached to that. So you'll start hearing, for example, uh, beyond my means and spending fit. And then you realize that you're, you're in that belief. You've got a really good hold on that belief system and you really are getting back to the cause of where this money and thoughtless comes from and how it's driving your thoughts, your decisions, and your actions. So it takes a bit of practice. Um, and what I've done, or what I will do, is give you access to these slides. And also, um, I, go, I do a recorded video taking you through these slides as well, so you can go back through and practice. Um, this is another... Uh, alcohol is another one. This is a long one again. And this is a much bigger. So with the uh, money, it was still quite a small core belief system. It was a longer list, but most of those on the list were outside beliefs, symptoms. They become more of the symptoms. And the core beliefs was actually quite a small core beliefs. Whereas with this one in the alcohol, there's a lot in the primary belief system. So we've got a big cycle going on here. Alcohol, bad habit, dehydrate, uh, drunk, uh, stupid, sociable. Uh, buying drinks is sociable uh, and fattening. So you see there's a lot of conflicting stuff going on there as well, which is Another huge thing about belief systems and the negative belief systems and why we find it so hard to give things up is because we have these conflicting beliefs going on. We know we don't want to drink alcohol because we know that it's fattening and it makes us feel crap and it's horrible. But also we have a good time and it's sociable. And we've constantly had this battle going on in our mind. And again, all unconscious. So do you see how this can help you track back to the core belief, to, to where it all began? And it just gives you somewhere to start. So once you go into this and break it open, you'll be like, oh, okay, I see, I see, I see. So one, you get awareness that you didn't have before. Two, that awareness then gives you knowledge. And it also gives you the choice then to change it and say, okay, I have this thing in my head that alcohol means being sociable. Is that really true? Knowing what I know now, do I still need that to be there? And then with things like um, if there's the... Uh, physiological things like shaking then it's just about allowing that shaking to be there which is just a matter of minutes just going with it allowing the shaking to be there for example if it's anxiety and just allowing the body to move through that point of shaking 
which I <laughs> sounds easy. <laughs> um, and if you're having full-blown panic attacks, then that's a very scary thought. And, and I would say that going through that by yourself is not the best idea. Definitely reach out to somebody that knows how to help you through that. Um, even if it's not me, find somebody that knows how to help you go through that. And if you want, if you want it to be me, by all means, contact me. Okay, so yeah. So the key points are to go through. I mean, we went through this pretty fast. I, in the training, I will go for it a lot slower. In the actual training, I'll go through it a lot slower so you can see it better. Um, but it always goes from left to right. So A always goes to E, B always goes to C. Um, and that's a really key point to remember. The other key points are... Um, check the list before linking to make sure that no words have been repeated. So you might have under alcohol, you might have angry twice, for example. Um, you can just take one of those out. Um, it, the own letter cannot be used to link to. So, for example, A can't go to A. But A can go to B and B can go to A. That's fine. So you can go back up. And I definitely recommend that you cross off that letter as soon as it is written down. Otherwise, it does get very complicated. And then from there, well, first of all, do you have any questions on that? No? Good, because it can be very complicated. But awesome. Um, and then the next thing to do from there is, again, I'll give you access to um, my membership site. And in there, I have a pre-recorded um, self-hypnosis that you can use to then work with those core beliefs. So once you've worked out what your core beliefs are, you can take one of those things. So we've got B and I. So um, anger is a rush of energy and I want to cry. So you listen to the meditation or self-hypnosis and you work with rush of energy and I want to cry. Okay, and what it will do is it will take you through a process to link and track back to where did you first experience that anger, that rush of energy and that I want to cry and what was happening for you when you first experienced that anger, that rush of energy, and I want to cry. And who were you with? And how old were you? And taking you back to a memory and experience of when you experienced that. And just allowing you to then go into that experience. Normally, you know, you're younger, seven, eight is usually a popular age of stuff like this, getting trapped um, so maybe you're seven years old and 
you were being told off because of something that you didn't do and you were really angry about not being able to say, it wasn't me, I didn't do it, and you held on to that that thing inside. So it's just about using the meditation to go back to that experience and release that. So being able to allow that eight-year-old part of you in your mind and your unconscious mind doesn't know the difference between a dream and a daydream and actually something that's happening. That's why when you wake up sweating and absolutely petrified thinking that you've been chased by a monster and your whole body has been moving and sweating and reacting because to your unconscious mind it's real, it's really happening and it's getting your body to react in that way. So your mind doesn't know the difference between the reality and the fantasy or the memory and the now. So you can go back in and you are free to do whatever you wanted to do in that moment and you never did. You can give that eight-year-old part of you total freedom to, like, yeah, listen to me. It wasn't me. I didn't do it. And just release all of those sensations that are attached to that. And it's really as simple as that. (laughs) Okay. So... You both look a little bit stunned. <laughs> I feel like I threw a lot on you. No? Carrie's like, no, I totally got it. Well, I don't know if I totally have it, but mine was pretty simple. I only had uh, like six different sentences and they each linked up with another and it was pretty easy to get from the 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 um, core to the secondary to the tertiary. Perfect. Perfect. And once you've done it a couple of times, like you can do it so quick, you know, and if you're working with clients, it's just a a really quick way to be able to, once, you know, once you know how to map it really quick and stuff, it's just a really quick way to help get them there and be able to show them that pattern as well afterwards. If you're using meditation or, hypnosis or anything like that that afterwards to say you see how Mm -hmm. this all links together now and to have that visual and right right and then you're gonna send us stuff or something to follow up with like what do we then do with all this to hopefully move it out (laughs) move it along (laughs) exactly that's not so strong exactly to get it out it's got to definitely yeah Yeah, so I'll give you the link to, um, uh, oh, sorry, I'm done, to the funnel. uh, And if you put in the code, uh, friend83, friend with a capital F, you will be able to have access to it for free. And Charlotte, if you like, I can put that in the notes I send out, and that way everyone will be able to get in there and be able to see you walking them through it. I believe you said there's a video in there. Is that right? Yeah, so I'll go through these slides again a little bit slower, more in detail, so that you've got a chance to get it. And I've also, there's, um, I've got um, somebody who volunteered to go through a list of theirs 
with me live so you get to see how we've mapped it live and then I've also got an example of me working with a client using that um, meditation that self-hypnosis and and what she experienced when she went through it so there's a there's lots of um, examples in there as well to help you scene one apple take one hi I'm Shane Borza your content creator coach I have two books on filmmaking, Film Notes, where you learn to write, direct, and produce, and the Film Notes Workbook, where you can learn checklists and paperwork to streamline creating your content. Available at shaneborza.com. I also have filmmaker resources like the Paperwork Bundle with over 300 documents, the Sound Effects Bundle with almost 3,000 files, and the Music Bundle featuring 900 tracks of all genres. Want to build your professional credits? Become an associate producer and get listed on IMDb. Let me help you get your art out into the world. Scene one, Apple, take one. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Solve Network. As a reminder, these calls are held live on the first and third Thursday of each month. If you'd like to join us as either a listener or guest expert, please contact me at shaneborza.com. On behalf of my co-founder, Benjamin Goss, we're glad you are a part of the network and hope you are finding solutions. If you need solutions, please reach out.